listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So excited to be with you again this week. I want to thank you so much for continuing to listen to, like, subscribe, and rate this podcast. We are continuing to see growth, and it's all because of you, so thank you. Also, please don't forget, pick up your copy via pre-order of my new book, Critical Decisions Made Easy. You can get it at RodneyRPayne.com right now. Uh, we expect books in literally in a couple of weeks from now, so we want to go ahead and get that order in. It's only $15. Let's go ahead and get your order, and it's going to help you to become a more confident decision maker, uh, more consistent in your decision making. It's going to help you uh, to develop a process whereby you can be uh, one who makes decisions and know that you're making the best possible decision for you. And you can reproduce this model and overlay it into every area of your life. The book is Critical Decisions Made Easy. I want you to get your copy. Again, it's only $15, so I look forward to being able to get that out to you at very, very soon. So thank you so much for your continued support. Today, I want to talk about product versus process. Product versus process. Uh, when we think of our product, product is what we see. It's what others see about you. We think of product, it goes right in line with productivity. So today I want to talk about the difference between the visible and the invisible, the the what's out front versus what happens behind the scenes, what people celebrate versus what people have no idea is going on. So let's talk about your product versus your process. So let, let's talk about product. Product is what people celebrate, right? Product in your productivity is how people view you. It's it's what they see of, of, of your present conditions and or situation. What they don't know is what it took to get there. So typically your product is going to be celebrated. Your, your product will be, they'll look at you, for instance, if you're an author and you have a book, they're excited about your book, they're excited about the design, but they have no idea of the process. When they look at your product, they look at you being on store shelves with your with your product. When they look at your product, they look at your team's productivity, they look at your continued success, they look at you winning the salesman of the year or being an influ influential or impactful leader. People see the their result, but they have no idea what it took to get there. They look at you now and they think how easy this must be for you and how you have been so successful and they see the fruit of your success. But again, they have no idea what it takes to get there. What I know is everyone wants to have a a product they can be proud of. They want to produce results. They want to produce things. Uh, I was watching a show uh, one time and someone has gained notoriety and national fame, may I say, even say international fame. And the way they responded when someone asked them, you are an overnight success, how did you get to be an overnight success? And they said, well, I, I don't know how you consider it overnight success. I, I've been doing this for 25 years, and I've just gotten notoriety, notoriety so I'm a 25-year overnight success. Again, we're excited about the product. We're excited about the output, but no one 
likes to talk about or gives you the opportunity to really talk about the process of how did you achieve this level of sustainability, this level of success, this level of, 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 of content over a period of time. How long did it take? What was it hard? Did you just poof, add water, and it was done? So when you think about your product versus your process, I want to talk about the process, the behind the scenes. We all want a product we can be proud of. We all want a product that we can uh, put our name on. We, want, we all want a product that shows us as successful, but how do we get there? Uh, my conclusion of this particular uh, lesson is literally that that the product is in the process. The product is in the process. Your process will determine the product, not the other way around. So you may visualize your desired outcome. You may see what you want it to be. But the facts are the way you get there is called your process. So when I look at your process, what is your process? It's the necessary steps that you take to become who you are now presently. So what did you do? What do you do ongoing behind the scenes to get where you are? How did you gain the knowledge? How did you gain the proficiency to produce such consistent success? Well, uh, the first thing I, I see in entrepreneurs, decision makers who are very successful and have a very uh, positive public facing product, whether it's in their in themselves as people or whether it's in an actual created product is creativity, creativity. And when I talk about creativity, I really want to talk about uh, the imagination required uh, to see yourself in a place at a future time in a present position and then do the work presently to get to what you see. That That is creativity. It's almost like you can draw a picture of where you're going, and you can create this image out of thin air, out of nothing in your mind that shows you in a different place, and then you're going to do what it takes from a work perspective to get there. So creativity is going to be critical. You have to be able to see yourself in a different place. You have to see yourself producing greatness. You have to see yourself as one who is influential. You have to see yourself leading a successful team. You have to see yourself uh, where you want to be. There's a lot going on in our uh, sporting news right now. Uh, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, has taken the world by storm. He is, I, I believe he's about 55 years old, and, and most recently he was the head coach at Jackson State University. He's been a two and a half years there, mid-pandemic, and he took a program, and not only did they begin to win games on the field and win two back-to-back -back SWAC uh, championships, but if you look at the condition of the field, the condition of, of the student-athlete dormitories, locker rooms, and you look at the entire uh, energy of the school, he, you can see that he was very productive, and we see the product. Uh, so in order for him to get there, he had to see what he saw before everyone else saw it. If everyone else saw it, then it would already be there. But you watch the the creativity of 
leadership, and you see that he saw a clear picture of where he wanted the program to go. And he will tell you, if you watch interviews, that he didn't make it all the way where he wanted to go. Obviously, he wanted to win the national championship and got very, very close uh, and didn't do that. But that opportunity led to another opportunity. But what I'm finding is, is the creativity that he leveraged at Jackson State. He had a slogan called, I believe. So his slogan was his picture. Uh, his picture of what he saw being the end product. And when he went to Colorado, he didn't take the I believe so much as he took uh, we're coming, we're, we're coming. And so creativity gives him a vision of where he's going and not just where he is. So if you're going to produce a product, you have to have creativity. Not only do you have to have creativity, you have to have commitment. So it's creativity to get the end desired product, but then there's also a commitment required. Uh, when you are creative and you put this vision before you, that that is a necessary step. It is requisite that you see it, that you have the creativity, but now you have to commit to it. Now, committing to it is more than just saying, I am a coach or I am an author, I am a leader, I am a good decision maker. It's more than just words. It means that you're going to commit to a regimen, a process, the the effort that it takes and creating strategies and understanding uh, what competition does, what your uh, obstacles are, what your objectives are must be clearly defined. You're going to have to be committed to uh, very good experiences and be committed to very bad experiences. You're going to have to put yourself in a committed workout process. By workout, I mean what does it take to do every day. Commitment requires discipline. You're going to have to decide to do this every single day. People have no idea what you commit to behind the scenes, how much sleep you get, uh, how many hours you work, how many uh, processes you have to redo, how many times you you swing and you miss, how many times you go and get no results, how many times you have to do this over and over and over again all because of the image that you see from your creativity. You're committed to the work that's required to get there every single day, day in, day out. You, you're now, a, let's say you're now a professional speaker and you're commanding tens of thousand dollars for every speech. No one knows the times that you spoke at the school or you spoke at your lo local rotary, the times you gave free speeches, the time you messed up, the time you went back and had to rework the speech. Nobody knows that you were trying to get speaking gigs for years. No one knows the years that you were committed to your process and your craft of speech writing and development, the hours you've practiced, the, the, the process of learning how to be a productive speaker. They see you on stage now. Now. They see your artwork, your graphics, they see your brand, but they have no idea of the process of becoming effective or becoming a subject matter expert or becoming a world-class speaker. They, they have no idea what you were willing to do. It, somehow, those who find success make it look so simple. I have had the privilege of being mentored by John C. Maxwell, and to watch him speak, it, it's almost like watching a Picasso be painted. He has a very specific, unique style that he utilizes from his chair to his iPad. Uh, he, he can do it 
effortlessly. I mean, it doesn't seem to take him anything to do it. But what, what I can tell you is that he has been committed to getting better every day of his leadership life. Every story he tells, he talks about his 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 process of of learning to be good. He he, he encourages those of us who follow him that, that just keep doing it. You're, you're never going to be good the first time, so do that and get that out of the way. So we we don't see any of his failures. We don't see any of his misses. We don't see any anxiety, but we see a polished product, but we don't know the commitment that it costs. Number one leadership guru in the world. Then to the process and talk about creativity. See, creativity is, is what keeps you going and commitment moves the needle. So creativity is what you're, what causes you to strive for a certain picture. Your commitment is to take a step each day to get closer to where you're going. So if we're going to look at a wonderful product, we must have a solid process to underwrite the upcoming product. Not only do you have to have creativity um, and, and commitment, you have to be able to handle uh, a crisis or dare I say crises. You're going to go through some challenges that are going to look to derail your process. So even though you say you're committed, you know you're creative, you are going to have to battle this thing uh, with with, with called crisis. You're going to have to struggle to fight through this thing called crisis. Wouldn't it be nice to consider that you could be on this journey and, and everything would go smooth, that everything would go according to plan because you were committed. You took the time to write the strategy. You took the time to identify the obstacles. You knew all the bad players. There'd be no failure. There'd be no disappointment. You, you're, you're going to be able to, uh, in, in, anticipate, know that this is going to happen. So because you're so committed, you're able to avoid and navigate the crisis. I, I understand. Yes, you can miss some. There are some crises that you can avoid, but I promise you, if you see a polished product, if you see a number one salesperson, if you see a great leader, rest assured they have survived many crises along the way. There are going to be things that are going to show up in your face, blow up in your face, and cause you to be pushed back on your heels. There are going to be challenges where you're going to be knocked down and not want to get back up again. There are going to be some failures that you think you can't recover from. There are going to be some promises that people make to you, organizations make to you, and they're going to break those promises and leave you still in the background. But if you are creative and you've got the vision before you, if you are committed, you're going to put one foot in front of the other every single day, you're still going to encounter these crises. I want you as a leader, as the end product, as one who is in pursuit of greatness in your particular discipline, to know, my friend, that you are going to face some crisis. You're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We're talking about product, what people see versus process, what happens behind the scenes. I want you to stop by RodneyRPayne.com and pick up your copy of my new book, Critical Decisions Made Easy, for only $15. Go ahead and get that picked up, pre-ordered. should be delivered in about two to three weeks, and we want to thank you for your support. Now, back to product versus process. We're talking about crisis, and, and understand that it wouldn't be called a crisis if it were planned. It wouldn't be called a crisis if it was if you understood uh, 
all the variable nuances of how it would present itself in your business plan, in your development, in your growth. But what it does, it shows up without expectation. It shows up at the most inopportune time. It shows up just when you're thinking you're turning the corner, this crisis hits. And so if you're going to have a product that no, that everyone celebrates, everyone sees your current success, just know that you will have to learn how to deal with crises along the way. But, but the, there's one more step I want to give you today, uh, and that is that we've talked about your, your creativity. We've talked about your commitment. We've talked about uh, your crisis. And I've got, really, I'm going to give you a bonus, I think. But let, let, let me drop this one here. Uh, you've got to have credibility. Let's talk about, we talked about creativity. Now let's talk about credibility. Uh, can you be counted on to deliver your product the right way? Can you, from a character's perspective, stand the bright lights of the stage? Can your product handle the public scrutiny of your product actually handle that credibility you can you be dependent on to to not just be a one-hit wonder that's a term used oftentimes in the music industry you're going to find someone who comes and they burst on the scene and they have uh, in this day and age it would be called something going viral it's not a sustained model but but this one item this one particular product is good uh, back in in the in, uh, in, in the 70s and 80s you would have someone an artist come out and they would make a song and and they wouldn't, we didn't have options back then. I'm dating myself. We didn't get to buy singles unless you were buying a 45. We didn't download the music. You had an A side and a B side. You'd have, and so you could sell one song, but in most cases, you'd have to go buy the 45, or of course, you could buy the album. And on the album, there might be eight, 10 songs, 12 songs, but a one hit wonder is somebody who made one song and the one song made them famous. And that's the only song that anyone knows that they ever sang. And so when you talk about credibility, can you reproduce this again? Are you more than a flash in the pan? Are you more than a one hit wonder? So you've got to have credibility to be able to deliver excellence over and over again, repeatedly, you've got to deliver excellence. Now, let me, I, I told you I had a bonus. Let me, let me finish up with this one. We've talked about your creativity. We've talked about your commitment. We've talked about crises and we've talked about credibility. The last thing I want to leave you with uh, today, my leaders and my friends, my, my entrepreneurs is courage. If you want a product that's going to, what we're going to say produces and presents itself as success, it's going to take courage. I told you, you're going to face trials. You're going to the difference in those who make it and those who don't are those who make it don't quit. Those who make it don't quit. I can tell you a story real quickly. I was a high school football player and I transferred high schools a few times, uh, in my high school career, and I played football at every school I went to. My last stop, I transferred uh, in the spring semester of my junior year. So I got to play spring football and go out for the team and start practicing. And then we had all our summer workouts. Uh, and I had this dream of playing football. That was what I loved to do. I had a coach. His name was Coach Ellis. Coach Ellis would often say, those who stay, play. And because what happened is many players on the team started out, but they kept quitting. Uh, because I was a transfer in, I didn't know the offense. I didn't, uh, I didn't know the systems. I never played at this level before. 
but had never done it. So I would go to practice, and, and, I, and, and I was not a starter. I was not a starter, but Coach Ellis would always scream during practice, pain, those who stay, play. He was basically teaching me to keep working, stay committed. And uh, to, to get to the end of the story, I ended up staying on the team, staying on the field while many of my friends and fellow players quit along the way. I stayed on the team. Not only did I stay on the team, I ended up starting on the team. Not only did I end up starting on the team, I ended up winning a state championship with the team because I had the courage not to quit. Things weren't going my way. I felt like it was unfair. I didn't think I was being treated correctly. Of course, I think I'm better than the people who were playing. Don't we all think that? But the fact of the matter is I had the courage, in spite of the obstacles, to keep on fighting, keep showing up, keep going to practice. And then the product was I ended up on the field in a key play in the state championship football game, all because the product is, yes, I'm a state champion football player. I celebrate that. But I tell you the story for this. You saw the product, but you didn't see the process. You didn't see the hot summer and being trained by my dad. You didn't see the miles of running after practice was over. You didn't see the disappointment of injury throughout the season. You didn't see the disappointment of not getting to play. You didn't see any of that. All you saw was hands up as a product that we won and you celebrated. We can celebrate you too, my friend. Your product will be on stage front and center when you understand it takes creativity. It takes commitment. You're going to face uh, some crisis along the way. You got to have credibility and it takes some courage. Listen, you've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Do me a favor. If you're not doing so, follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. Turn your notifications on. Make sure you get to us. Where are we? YouTube. We have a YouTube channel at Rodney R. Payne. Get there. Website, RodneyRPayne.com. Social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Rodney R. Payne. Follow us, like us, turn on your notifications, and keep getting good content delivered to you every single day. It is always my pleasure to be with you. You are a great leader, and you, my friend, have a great product, and I respect your process. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.